places in five. Hello. Hello, Fishman, and welcome. Hello. Hello, and welcome, everybody, to Places in Five. This is your, what I'm calling your travel edition. Yep, there's been lots of traveling. It's summertime travel time. That's right. So I'm calling it the travel edition. I think Fishman is aware that we're having some travel chat for this uh, edition, uh, this Mm -hmm. episode of Places in Five, because you haven't really heard much from us lately. But uh, so we're going to change that. And uh, we're going to start with that today. There's been a whole lot of quality control going on. That's what it, <laughs> that's what it is. That's true. That's true. Because if something sucks, we're not giving it to you. We are taking it mm-hmm. off the table. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and, then there's, and then there's the busy factor. And it is summer and people are traveling and vacationing and, you know. Yeah, but that's why we really should be coming through with more podcasting because people, of course, are dying to be listening oh. to this on their on their own travels and their oh. time. Because can you ma- yeah, like people at the beach would love to have this on. Like when you think of playing at the beach in the sand, like this is the kind of backdrop that you would want better than like music or something. You know? uh, yeah, well, certainly I think Places in Five is perfect for every occasion yes Uh, but but, um well i don't know beach is really good for music and reading yes i know i realize yes no i know but 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 podcasts are perfect for that too but podcasts are definitely good for travel certainly like plane travel you could download a bunch of podcasts and listen to them while you're traveling um i know joe did that recently when we were overseas um so, yes, uh, Fishman, I know you were away this weekend, though, in the San Francisco area. Is that not correct? Yes. And not only that, but I, on my way up, I went Pacific Coast <sighs> and I got and I hiked at Big Sur. Okay. That's, that's my big question so that was for today. Amazing. Well, I've never um, been there. What's it like? Tell the listeners. Oh, it's you've just, never been there. It's, it's gorgeous. I had driven through a couple of times over the course of my life, but this was the first time that I got out and I actually hiked seven miles. Mm. So I walked, so I went along the beach for a couple of miles and then up the cliffs mm. and then, and then, uh, and then along the top bridge there overlooking it all. So how'd you know where was, to go? Um, it was pretty good. I, I looked online. I, I, there's a, you know, I love to hike and there's this one website. It's called the hiking project. And I believe it's sponsored by the the company REI, mm. and so it's it's a social media platform for hikers basically, cool. and they log hikes and they put in, you know, they rank them and they upload pictures and they draw the map of where they went, and so you can so any area you're going to, you can zoom in on this hiking map mm. and look at what's available in that area, and that's usually how I choose my hikes. Ah, so you found um, some in Big Sur, but by the way, I it was. Isn't there a piece of, I mean, I guess there always is, of the PCH, Pacific Coast Highway, missing around Big Sur? Wasn't there, there some what, sort of? There, what, exactly. Yeah, I was just fortunate enough to be there. Where I think they just recently opened it back up oh, where you could pass through. That's cool. Um, because, there, yeah, you, you had to come from the north, yeah, to swing around. and Go inland this, or something. I was able to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was able to 
that it's going in both directions now. Oh, good. Because so, that's quite frightening, um, falling off the side of the earth there. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing when you see the mud, the the big slides of rock and mud. And Not cool. Where they're, and, it, and yesterday I was at Yosemite, and, you, wow. and to see the rock slides there is, like, amazing, you know, with the remnants of what, what nature does, you know. Okay, where is Yosemite um, again? Remind me. So I dropped off Austin in San Francisco Sunday morning. And then on my way south, I was like, I was looking for a hike. And I was like, fuck, I'm going to go to Yosemite. And I mean, you know, it was only an hour out of my way. And, um, and, you know, I just diverted further east. It was probably a little further than an hour. Maybe it was two hours out of my way. And um, but it was so worth it. It was great. I got there late in the day, though. So I'm I'm going like 2000 feet up and and I didn't get to the top till 630. And then I stayed at the top of the falls there for probably 45 minutes or an hour. So I ended up walking down in, in the dark. Oh, my God. Um, but that was okay. I had a flashlight, so it wasn't terrible. No bears? But it, but it was so exciting. Oh. No, I guess it's so – I think it's so trafficked that the bears aren't on that particular hike mm. from what I could tell. Um, snakes, um, but snakes and bears. Just beautiful. Yeah. Wait, no. So Yosemite is in – okay, this isn't – this is, I'm showing my geography ridiculousness that I – it's in Northern California, right? Yeah, not not as far north as San Francisco. So it's like it was it was it was about three three and a half hours southeast of San Francisco, mm-hmm. um, and then and then when I was done at Yosemite, it took me five and a half hours to go from there down to oh. LA. Um, it, so it's the Sierra Nevada mountains, uh, if that means okay. to you. It's and Yellowstone. Central. Because I, I think I've been to Yellowstone. <laughs> this shit tells you how long. That is that's Wyoming, in, no, isn't that's, it? I think it's um, Montana-ish. Montana, okay. I think. All right, one of those states. Yes, okay. So I always kind of confuse them. They both begin with Y, Yosemite, and Yellowstone. So it's, I always get, you know, mm-hmm. considering I'm on this side of the coast, I'm not really great about what's going on over there in your part of the world. Sure. So um, yep. that's really cool, though. I'm so glad you got to do that. Big Sur is somewhere I've yeah, always wanted to check out because yeah, there's amazing places to stay over there, too, like famous inns. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, there's the, the whole – it was the same in Napa. Oh, that's on, right. In Napa, there was a whole range of – what you could spend money oh, yeah. on there. I mean, you could do a thousand dollars a night place or you could do, we got, we got a cheap place, which was $200 for the night. And that was like not cheap, but that's the cheapest that that's the spectrum. Right. Right. How was the weather there? It was gorgeous. Was it? it was fantastic. It was just, and you drank, it was you excellent. drank a lot of wine. We drank a good amount of wine, you know, with the tastings, they don't overdo no. it. I think, you know, with, I think it's five, we had five tastings per winery, and I think that's the equivalent of maybe a glass and a half. Yeah, and, and wait a minute. When Joe and I went years ago, we went to Sonoma, Napa, and I think at that time they were just starting to charge for them. Yep. Because they, they not- do. They charge an upfront like 40 bucks for the for a basic tasting, yeah, at, at and that's each, without the tour. At each vineyard, right? Yeah, yeah. I remember something like that because it, it, it used to be like a free thing, and then over the years, I uh-huh. guess they got smart and said, "Hey, we got to start charging for this." Um, and I remember us paying here and there to to stop and taste some things. I remember that. That's kind of cool, though. You still had fun. Oh, so much that's fun. Awesome. It was great because it was, you know, it's an event. It was getting together with Austin. Right. So it's like the MasterCard commercial. It's like, it's priceless. Oh, there you go. You know, it's just like you can't you can't even put a 
time, right? Time with your kids, which that's, by the way, for anybody who might be listening who does not know, Austin is Jonathan's son, eldest, eldest child. Although I think we're starting to move into that period now where he's becoming the parent. And, you know, like, you know how that changes over the, 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 the children have to take care of the the parent. I think we're, we're really why that, why know. so? Give me an example. Uh, just you know, I don't remember what was said two minutes after it was said. Uh, the poor guy has to repeat himself. Um, yeah, you're just old. He's talking, and my mind wanders somewhere else. So I just like <laughs> you know, I keep wondering what is that. You know, I don't want to live to be old and needy, so I'm just wondering how capable. But I guess you know, I climbed up a mountain yesterday, so I guess I'm still somewhat able to take you care are. of myself. But, I'll let you know when you're um, not. I'll give you a little flag. I'll raise my hand and say, "Fish, you need some help, man." I will totally yeah, be well, that that'll friend be for the you. Signal. And then, what does one do when that happens, though? That's the big question. What What's the? I have to set up the plan. You know, like when you press that red button. You know, what What actually have you? cause to start you know like is that a hitman gets called and says now's the time go take that guy out what red button and are so we i need to arrange for that the button that where it says fish when oh, you need help okay. you're done you're, you've passed well, your prime you got to check out now it's time you said you didn't want to live like this it's right time i think go. we need to start i think you and i need to get something in writing I, you can put it down in writing and we'll get it notarized and i'll have it and we'll have it ready to go for when the time comes to take you out okay okay are you good with that? I got to work on that. Yeah, I, while I'm of sound mind, I should really uh, come up with a plan. That's right. Because you know what? Right now we have evidence here on this podcast of what your desires are. Should you mind go? Yeah, I got to detail out what does that mean? Well, you know, what what does know. it mean to, yeah. you know, yeah. that's the You'll question. have to figure that out sometime on mm. another, on another yeah. uh, podcast, on another, another episode. episode of Places in Five. Uh, yes. Um, so, so. What about right. your trip? You just took I did. A big I took trip. a big trip, which you know uh, we briefly discussed since I've been back. Um, it was a monster trip, actually. Uh, well, for me, it was monster to both Italy, Positano, and Barcelona, Spain. Uh, m- amazing trip. Uh, just really kind of, um, I guess, at least met, if not exceeded, my expectations, which is unusual. Uh, because I'm, a, mm. you know, as you know, I'm a freaking crazy over planner. So uh, sometimes I can be disappointed from over planning. Um, but uh, that was not the case here. It was just, it was so beautiful. Uh, you know, Positano and the Amalfi Coast is just spectacular, crowded, of course, but just beautiful. The food's fantastic, as you know. And uh, Barcelona mm. was, was really fun. We met up with some some friends and we ate a bunch of tapas and drank sangria and hung out and saw some cool stuff and shopped and it was great a lot of laughs so great how did you find the traveling around in terms of of it in each you know just the flying and busing and cars whatever you were doing how did you find all that getting well there was a lot of the, the original trip from new york to rome rome to naples naples two-hour drive because it's crazy traffic to Positano, that was a long journey. Yeah. Um, so that was horrible. I uh, flew Alitalia, and I must say, very uncomfortable. Sorry, Alitalia, but I'm going to say oh. it. My seat sucked. Um, 
I was in the middle of like a four seater in the middle of that damn plane overnight. So, you know, they turn off all the lights, basically try to put everybody to sleep. Um, but sleeping, what I called, like, I felt like I was sleeping in a coffin. I kept saying to Joe. Oh my God. Well, it was just, I was just so upright and they have these headrests. Oh my God, Joe and I were ready to freak out. They have these hard metal headrests that don't move. Like they push your head forward. So you're almost like a C curve. Like we kept going, what is this design? It's a, it must be an older plane. That was horrendous. And I sat next to a woman, an older woman, very nice and all, but she kind of was falling asleep and kind of falling into my space at sometimes like her legs and stuff because everyone was trying to get comfortable <laughs> and I'm not, I'm nice. So I don't push people and go, Hey, no, I, move I just over, had lady. that experience. I sat next to a 12 year old girl who kept like, she was sleeping on top of me. Like first she was sleep first she fell asleep on my shoulder and I'm trying to get her you know away <laughs> like the subway and move. I'm looking over at her father who's in the across like they couldn't all sit together right so the 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 parents were sitting on one side of the plane and the two girls were sitting next to me on the other side mm-hmm. and this little girl she just kept like you know her arm at one point comes over on top of me and the, it was just like it's I can't believe that that happened right. I don't know what the right thing to do is other than I'm trying to nudge and right. And I should just go, excuse me, right. you know, but I don't even do that. I know. Oh. I, that's why that's like subway thing. You know how that phenomenon in the subway when people yeah. like nod out and fall, kind of lean into you and people go, oh, mm-hmm. geez, like you kind of yep. slope, like lightly elbow them, but you really want to like give them <laughs> a shot to the head and go, get off me. <laughs> your mama uh but right so that you so you did i was and it's the middle of the night and there happened to be like this metal box by my feet because that's this freaking two seats that this woman and i were in and so she was stretching her legs on either side of the box and i was trying to and basically she was in my space and it was not mm-hmm. good i could not fall asleep i think i slept a very short amount of time joe slept a little bit so by the time i got off that was horrible i, I hate that that just uh ah and of course, yeah, you know, I'm all yeah. jealous about the first first class people. Oh, but that's what I want to say. First class people, we hate you. I think the rest of the plane literally hates you. First class and business class because they're just having such a, a much better experience. But, yeah, I don't have that. Uh, I think I uh, to me so the, pr- the, pr- the price of that is so outrageous yes. for what you it's get. Agreed. That it's just that it's just decadence. Yeah, and, it's a waste. But nonetheless. But so I don't. But I don't feel like I'm like good for them that they have that kind of disposable income or their businesses are paying for it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't have that. Well, any, I used. I I don't know why. Maybe because I traveled a bit of first class. Mm-hmm. I mean business class That's while true. I was working and got to experience that this. At the end of the day, this doesn't really matter. It, it's not enough of a value to me, or I certainly don't have enough wealth that I could just throw I it agree. away. I agree. However, couldn't we make the plane a little bit if we just kind of spread out the space a little bit more amongst everybody? Wouldn't that be a little more equi- equitable? Well, it's just about what's profitable for them. They're not, I know. They're not doing anything for us. They're doing it for what's the, how do they arrange the plane to make the most money? You know, I just don't like it. I don't like it. It was just horrible to see it as you're walking off the plane. Yes, their, yeah, their joy yeah. and comfort after I suffered. I literally suffered all night. But beyond that, so that was a bit of a, a, 
Well, I love the whole dynamic of the rest of us as we walk through the, the, I mean, on the bigger planes, of course, the door, you know, at the door, you go left for your nice seats and you go right for everybody else. Mm. But when you, but when you do a smaller plane where you have to walk through that business class, that whole, like they're, they're, they're avoiding the stare of the people, like they kind of are looking up, but then they, they turn away, you know, and we're, as you say, we're all walking on the plane, looking at them going, hmm, right. You know, we're, we're sizing them up to wonder how can they afford this? Who are you? That's are right. you a celebrity? That's you right. Know, are you somebody famous? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a social or, class thing. Right. It really is frustrating. Yeah, totally. Totally. It's, so yeah. yeah, it's just, it's not a, it's not a pleasant thing. And, and the people who say, that's what I said to Joe too. I went, the people who say, oh, I love to fly. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Look, I mean, it's fabulous that we can get from point A to point B in a reasonable amount of time. So in that respect, I believe flying's awesome. But people who say they love to fly, like, really? Like, you really love to be in a tin can? I think some people, the people that I met who really like it are those people who they need as an excuse to unplug and not be beholden to anybody. Okay, um, so that's the reason that it's acceptable time that you get to read a book, oh, okay. or maybe or watch a movie, and nobody will begrudge you that. I see. Um, so I think that's I think I, that's what yeah. it is. I think it's the unplugging nature oh. of it. But these days um, you have Wi-Fi on the plane, so everybody's using their darn Wi-Fi. Yeah. So yeah, you know, it's very true. I, mean, I email people at what my boss flies or anybody flies. They're emailing from the plane. So, yeah. so it's not as much of an unplug, but I, there are just people, weird people. And I'm going to say it. I'm going to go on record and say those people who say they love flying are a little weird. But do they love it and coach or there are people I flying in just, business? And yeah, I don't it? know. I'm not going to specify that, but I think they just say they love flying. So I just think it's odd. Um, and one of my other big observations on the way back, I think I told you this, it, I'm amazed at the amount of stuff everybody flies with between their you know all their luggage right their mm-hmm. carry on their their uh, extra carry on their neck pillow their snacks their kids their this their that it's like ah their gifts it mm-hmm. it's amazing i i said to joe i don't know how the plane gets off the ground with all the weight it's going in there yeah right and then people don't want to check their bags so they try to get it on board That's and right. They everybody takes up more space in the overheads than they should be, and yep. then if you're really riding poor man's coach like me, you get on last, yep. and then you uh, then you have to check your bag at the gate. That's right because they can't they won't they've already That's determined right. that the overhead, and then you get back there to your seat, and it's like wait, there was all this overhead space. You made me check my bag. That's right. I, that, that's the right. whole we reason had, I wanted the carry on, so I didn't yep. have to check it. We had that recently too, right? Joe had to check it, or was supposed to have to check it, or something at the gate. But yeah, I hate. Um, well, I I love bringing my. I'm see, I'm one of those people. I like. I love carry-on luggage. I don't like to check my bag. I hate checking my bag, but I did it for this trip because I brought a bigger suitcase because I was going to be uh-huh. gone like 10 days or whatever. Sure. Um, right. And my, I have the panic of, is my suitcase going to make it? Because if it doesn't make mm-hmm. it, I'm screwed. I, I got nothing. I got nothing to yep. wear. I got no stuff. I'm, And, and I believe it or not, I, people, you know, Joe's always like, you're panicking. You're pan-. And I said, yeah, because... It happens all the time. I saw a whole room full of lost luggage at every airport I was in. 
So clearly it yep. happens. We met people. And even our friends who came, we met in Barcelona, their luggage was uh, on another flight. They had to go back to the airport to get it. Yeah, I had the problem. When I flew into Spain once, so that, that was the time that I had my luggage needed to be brought to me at the hotel because yeah. they had uh, it all, lost it. happens all the time. But people are like big yep. pack mules. They just bring so much stuff. I mean, I'm guilty of it too, so I'm not going to take myself off that. But but I'm amazed even how much more people bring. Oh. Yeah, well, I guess that's probably why luggage gets separated because of weight limits. And they figure, oh, we'll just dump this on this other flight and we'll deal with I it guess. when it gets on the ground. Right. Um, yeah, it makes you wonder like how the, the synchronicity of all of that, those moving parts is it's amazing. quite amazing. Isn't it? The fact that yeah, it's even, it, is. It, it's, it just blows my mind. Yes. There's no, you know how they give you their little, your little luggage tag, right? So yeah. like when you've checked it, that means yeah. you can retrieve it, I guess, if it does get lost or whatever. They don't check that yeah. on the way out though anymore. No, you could take, I could take, you could take back. somebody's bag. That's right. Yep. Yes, you Years can. Years ago, and they used to check seems, it. It's an honor system that seems to work. Oh, that's crazy. So far, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it's pretty remarkable. It is, and I'm sure it happens all the time. Every single flight, somebody takes somebody else's luggage, doesn't realize it until they get to where they're going. They because because yep. everybody's luggage kind of looks the same, or a lot of people's luggage. I know everybody's got a black bag, right? <laughs> right. One of the things that I've discovered, I like this country. Like I. I just love, you know, like this past weekend being here in California. Um, I, you know, and last summer when I drove across country from New York right. to here, I just, it's such a great National country. travel. I mean, those other places in the world are beautiful and wonderful, but it's just, it's great that there's just so much diversity right here to go explore. I agree with you. Um, you know, it's, it's very cool. I mean, there's nothing like seeing other cultures and especially more ancient cultures than ours. But this is uh, there's a lot of beauty here. It's it's very it's very nice. I really oh, like it. You just got really loud suddenly. No, you went from soft to loud. Yeah, I was Thank leaning you. back. Don't I lean. Don't also. don't leave our. And now hey, I'm back in. You're in this podcast now, or you're yeah. not? Which is it? Now I'm you're in. in. I'm in. But but my leaning back also was being in. It was just uh, I wanted to be more relaxed about what I was saying. Oh, I suppose. All right. But we need you. We need you in full, one hundred and twenty-five percent, which doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I agree with you about that. Because, and actually, it's very funny because our daughter Kristen is in Boston, and she just sent a picture, and um, I said, "Oh, wow, it's great. I love Boston." And she goes, "I do too." And she goes, "Yeah, not national travel isn't so bad because she loves to travel overseas." So she was making a joke. Yeah, and it's so funny. You just talking about this now. She literally sent that like fifteen minutes ago. And I said, no, it's not. This country has a lot of awesome things to see mm. that most of us never get to see. I know I have not seen a lot right, of what I want right. to see. Yes, and speaking of Wyoming and Montana are states that I'd love to go hang out and spend some time, and I'm sure it's just, just gorgeous. Beautiful. I went to a wedding in Montana once. So that's the only reason I ever went there, mm. Bozeman, Montana, and it was spectacular. Mm. It was so beautiful, um, You know, very high up. Uh, in terms of just the air quality too, so it was like that thing that you get harder to breathe. Uh-huh. Right, the thin, <laughs> there, the air yeah. was thinner. Uh, that was an interesting experience. Um, but right, I've never gone to like North Dakota. 
I just want to, I'd like to see that. Um, a lot of parts of the deep south or the southwest even I haven't seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and even the Pacific Northwest. I haven't yeah. seen a lot of like, I haven't gone to Washington State, Me I don't neither. think. Would love to go. Yeah. So Oregon. Oregon. Yeah, have you been to I'm Oregon? Out. Nope. Nope. I have not right. been further north than uh, San Francisco. See? Oh, yeah. It's cool up there. Well, you, yes, you did. You just went to Napa. That's That's north. Oh, that's true. I guess that's, that's north more, the, that is north. So yeah, that's the furthest north in California I've been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, like again, there are so many great places uh, I want to see, and and a cross country trip is something I used to always want to do many years ago. Actually, that was a Brett and I thing. Uh-huh. We had talked about it for so long. Obviously, it never happened, but um, it was one of those you have to plan seriously, plan yes that kind of thing yes. Um, and have money, which we had none. <laughs> so uh, it never happened, but it, it can happen someday. I, I I have faith that I will do it. Yeah, that's that's a good trip. I mean, doing some cross. I mean, I've done it a couple of times now, but it's been mostly the two times I did the travel cross country. I flew to Denver, got a car, and did a loop of the whole like from Denver to the West Coast and back around down to Denver. I did that as a kid and as a parent. Mm, and then cool. um, and then I've driven driven some distances just to get myself moved from one part of the country to the other. But that's right. Um, yeah, you do you do have to take a little time to plan that stuff in advance. Yep. Um, okay, so I have to, I have a question. Remember I said I want some travel tips. It's important to give our our listeners some value. Okay. Strong value. Really? Other okay. than all our comedy value here. Clearly. Yes. But some other value. What do you got? Do you have any tips? Do you have three tips you um, can give us? Well, I used to I'm 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 always on the search for the tip where what day of the week is the best day to buy your airline tickets to for Tuesday. when the prices are low. Yeah, it used to be the conventional wisdom, but I think they've shifted away from Tuesday now. Mm. Um, they're and, tricking us. Yeah, they're tricking us. Mm. Um, so it's interesting as you go and read articles about when the best day is. Some there seems to be some conflicting opinion. Um, so I wish I had a tip on that for sure. But I, that used to be um, something that I would follow. I think that's one of the most valuable tips because that's money in your pocket. That's true. Um, and you know what? There's so many uh, websites out there. Skyscanner being one of them uh, that you can just put in the days you want and it shows you all sorts of flights so and yeah, airlines so you right. so there's there is plenty of uh there are plenty of uh websites and apps that kind of give yeah you and that's example. overwhelming too right it's like which True. which is the site to use oh, to do the the yep. aggregate shopping you know because yep. they all have their incentives and reason to however you know they're making money which you can't really quite tell but yet it's got to be based on the fact that there's someone's advertising with them and getting their results, you know, higher in the in the list of of uh, right. matches. That's right. That's right. All right. So your thing is your tip is you want to give people, but you didn't give us a tip. You just asked the question. So that's yeah, not a tip. I, yeah, it's not really a. It's not. It's I want not a, a real good, tip. Whatever. What do you got? Whatever. However much you think you need, cut. You did, just break it in half. Don't don't bring pack everything you know i think the when you want to when you go to pack take out everything that you love that you want to think is great that you should bring 
and then really and then once you got that all out of the closet whatever and on the bed then um based on the number of days uh you only need half of what you what you think mm -hmm. that you put on the bed that's good tip my tip I'm in. I'm in that with you. Can I? Can I throw in my tip here about that? Right, if you sure, of course, sure. Because I, I agree. My, one of my tips is the same thing. Do not pack. Or do not overpack. Pack mm. and then take things out. Mm -hmm. Take things out. Shoes specifically, because you usually don't use and um, and a couple of outfits. Get rid of it. Take it out. Right. And it's okay to duplicate. Yep. You don't have to have yes. a different footwear for each of your different, you know, occasions. That's right. Unless you're going on a cruise or something and you need a different gown or something every single night, which who does that, right? That's old school. But even when I went on my trip, I pretty much wore everything I brought. I think I maybe didn't wear like two things. So I, I oh, was pretty good. proud of myself. Yes. I packed well. And why, Joe, didn't, you wear, why didn't you wear everything? Uh, I think there was like one or two things I just um, didn't want to wear it or something. I wasn't in the mood, so I just didn't wear it. But uh, Joe, uh, he was a bad packer on this trip. He way overpacked. He brought a jacket, which he blames me for telling him to pack. Uh, he brought a blazer. That's his own fault, which he didn't need because it was hot. And he brought uh, many long sleeve shirts that he did not wear and like 8 million shoes. So he was worse than a woman in, on this trip. Ugh. So, um, but he learned his little valuable packing lessons. So tip number one is you say undertake, you say pack half of what you think. I say pack everything and then go in and unpack stuff. Yeah, but that's dangerous because once you put it in the suitcase, if you're able to get the suitcase closed, you'll just go, yeah, whatever. I'll just bring it. And if I need it, great. I have options. Uh, no, just, just go back and take it out. Be ruthless. Take it out. Yeah, that's t that's just t I know that from my own experience. It's just tough. That's yeah, a tough one. It is, but but the other thing I discovered for this trip was packing cubes. Do you know those packing cubes? Yeah. Do you find? I have some, and I don't use them. Oh my goodness! Uh, okay, I I knew about them, and I had seen them, and then of course I watched some videos on how to pack them. That just shows you how ridiculous I am. But uh, yeah, those little packing cubes. I bought some on eBags.com. Um, so, mm -hmm. you know, and how, so what was the, what's the benefit? So right. I bought all, di all different sizes. So in like one, I put all my dresses and another one, I put my shirts, another one, I put something else or smaller ones. I put my socks and underwear or whatever. Uh, the benefit was because I was moving or a, it was easier to pack and squish in everything was organized, rolled up and organized within it. And mm -hmm. so when I got to my two different locations, I took kind of took the bags out and then I could zip and take out what I needed and zip it closed and kind of put it in a drawer or just lay it out. And it was still really organized instead of having a big suitcase open and or totally unpacked. Hmm. Yeah. And so it, it took me less time to kind of organize myself, right. find things to wear, pack myself back up to travel that's very one. cool yeah it was awesome it was really I totally understand that now and it was and and definitely you could fit more into those because they look like you can't but once you roll everything up it it's awesome that i highly recommend it cool that's my tip great that's good that's a good that tip. that is a good tip and i just learned that this 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 trip all right what else you got what other tips you got uh, make sure that your devices are charged uh before you get on the plane mm. um because they may or may not have a plug. 
because the, the the importance of having your your phone charged when you get off the plane at the other side is is very yes. important. Yeah. So I think that's why you got to make sure, or better yet, invest in one of those a little portable, yeah. you know, battery pack yeah. that you can charge your phone. That's right. Um, Everybody's charging at the uh, airport all the time. Though I see them. Right. Exactly. Yep. But you don't always have time to sit there and do the charging. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so if you have your own portable charger, like I have a little battery that I can charge my phone four times with, mm-hmm. you know, between charges of the battery itself. And you could take those on the plane, um, right? These days, batteries like that? Oh, that's a good question, isn't it? Um, I think you can. Huh, I guess that you kind can of thing if you, you can. can take a phone on. Yeah. No, you know what it is? You can't pack lithium ion batteries in your checked baggage in the cargo hold, but you can bring them on the pressurized plane. Oh, okay. Okay, that. I think that's the the difference. I'm not 100 percent right. sure, but you don't work for the airlines. Sounds vaguely. I don't know at the no, moment. But no, you might. I'm I don't go that road. <laughs> Should things go uh, south, you can always get a job Although, at the airport. Yeah, that could be a good thing to do. Become a, a flight attendant. Yeah. And, and get some get some travel. Yeah, you travel. But I see. But I hate people, so I don't. I would be. People. Sir, I would just. I would be really rude back you, to anybody who gave me any yeah, guff. You would not be a good flight attendant. No, no, I'm, I'm telling you that. And, now. and I'm not. And there, and the flight attendant really is a, is a safety person more than they are anything else. And and I'd be like every man for himself. Uh, Fuck right. y'all. And, and a out. waiter. They're kind of a waiter waitress, really. Well, they are that, but they're really about safety. I mean, that's their their number one function is is for there for safety. Right. And um, in the event that there's that that. They need to give instructions. Do you think they're really going to save people. you, though? I think no. They are the voice of reason in order, to, you know, to get out of the yeah. plane to make sure that everybody's out and safe in the event that there's a landing that people can get yeah. out. Um, yeah, that's that's. It their is function. their function, but you know, they're human beings too. They're going to be like, "Hell, I need to get off this plane." <laughs> no, but they're trained to make sure that the seats are yeah. cleared and people are off the mm. plane. That's that's their well, I hope goal. I never that's their job. I hope I never find out. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I hope I'm never in a situation yeah. where I find out whether they're really going to help me or not. Me too. I hope that never happens. So there you go. Yep. Um, my other uh, tip, travel tip, is um, don't over plan. As I tell you that, like, because you know, that's don't a great over plan. I am a huge over planner. I admit it. I go to Over Planners Anonymous. And uh, mm. they, uh, it, it's just something that's in my blood. But what I did this time is I did not plan Barcelona. I overplanned uh, Positano in Italy because I wanted to make sure certain things were in line. And then, of course, we canceled you know, dinner reservations because we didn't want to do it that night. We changed you know, our minds. We went to something different than we thought we would. So uh, I would say plan a little bit and leave most of the room for flexibility for whatever is going to happen and, and somebody to give you ideas or something, you know, just surprise stuff kind of thing, impromptu. Mm. So don't over plan. Yes. A, because it's, it doesn't leave any room for spontaneity, but also it, it mostly leads to disappointment because if you over plan, chances are something's going to go wrong and kind of screw up your plan. And then you're going to be disappointed, mm-hmm. you know, for a bunch of reasons. But don't overplan. Yes, absolutely. And the whole vibe that comes from trying to follow a schedule, it's like you're at work rather exactly. than, you know, just letting it happen, as That's you right. said, impromptu. And 
I mean, it's good to like when Austin and I just went up to Napa, we, you know, there were a couple of wineries. Well, there was one winery and specifically that I wanted to check out, but um, we just played it by ear. You know, we, we, we passed a place and we pulled into the driveway and they said, oh, the next availability for tasting was 3.30. And we were like, oh, that's cool. We wanted to go check out this other place first. So we'll be back. And so it worked. You know, it was just, it was great to be able just to be, you know, flexible. Yep. It was a little risky because if there's places that you really want to go and you don't have a reservation, then you're you're out of luck. Well, see, but that's where you plan. you're just open to it. Right. Yeah. That's If there's something sure. you really want to go to, which there was a lunch I really wanted to go to in Italy that I couldn't get in. And finally, I pushed, pushed, pushed. And I, you know before I left and, and got a reservation for a day I didn't really want, but I took it. Um, and that was something I knew I wanted to do. So uh, I was happy that got done. And uh, everything else was kind of flexible other than that. So spontaneity is, is key. I mean, I, here I am preaching that I don't do it. I don't follow it very often, but I'm learning to. I really am. Mm-hmm. I, I'm starting to, mm-hmm. to embrace that idea. I really like it. Mm-hmm. What was the f- best thing you ate? What was the best thing I ate? Uh, wow. I think uh, in, in Barcelona, the, our last night tapas restaurant was spectacular. It was called uh, Tapas 2254, which actually is the, the chef who's from Palermo, Italy. It was that kind of kilometer different distance between Barcelona and Palermo or something like that. Um, but the oh, food oh, was spectacular yeah. there. So I like tapas. I like tapas because I like eating a lot of little different things that are fabulous yes. flavors. Um, so mm. that in, in there, I would say, but in, of course, in Italy, I mean, you know, the pasta and the, and the, and the seafood and. Was there any particular dish that I, stands you know out? I, oh gosh. Just everything. I, you know, nothing. I mean, for Joe, it was his cone of fish. He had a cone of like calamari and uh, some fried, all these fried fish things that we just happened upon in mm-hmm. Amalfi. And it was seven euro. So it was probably one of our cheapest meals and his favorite. And a bunch of fish on mm-hmm. a stick or something. I don't even know what, the, what it was, but he loved it. He devoured it. So, I mean, you know, it's it's all good. It's really hard to pinpoint one spectacular meal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wait. So how many tips? You've only given us one tip, and I think it wasn't even a tip. I think it was kind of a. Like, no, I did. The, I said the packing, the packing. and the uh, charging, oh, charging your device. Um, I also am a big fan of uh, an eye mask. Oh. If you wear an eye mask and earplugs, mm. you can you can actually it makes all the difference between being able to get some sleep on the plane and not. If you can deprive the, those major senses of light and okay. sound, you can really even even in the half baked reclining yeah. that you're in. It makes yeah. all the basically difference. you're tipping back. You're not. There's no such thing as reclining in those seats. You're tipping backwards. You're I call tipped. it tipping. Right. You're tipped. Um, tipped. Oh, yes. Oh, really? So you're a big mi- eye mask. They did offer eye masks on one part of I'm one a of big our eye flights. Mask fam, which makes all really? the difference. See, I don't. I don't like oh that. I guess. God. I mean, my eyes are closed. With the, and the plane is dark. So what difference does it make? Even on the way back, they had the windows, all the windows closed, and they had kind of had the lights off to kind of peep. Put everybody at calm. That's good. That's good. I just find that it's still. I pick up. I pick up other stuff. Or like when I get. And when I get on the plane, what I like to do is go to sleep. So what I do is I take my my little friend, mm-hmm. 
my little Xanax, oh. and um, and uh, and I take that before I get on the plane. And as soon as I sit down, I put the eye mask on and the earplugs in, and I'm I'm already dozing off. And then maybe I'm fa- I've fallen asleep while I'm sitting up, but invariably I wake up a little bit when the plane actually then mm-hmm. takes off, and then then I hit the button to recline to tilt excuse me and and then i'm right. sleeping so oh. that's my little my little ritual and i couldn't do it without okay. the eye mask because because like i said i'm getting on the plane and the lights are still on and the people are still filing in right so you that. need the xanax every single time you fly yeah because we're human beings getting into a metal tube Thank that we you. expect to stay up in the air Thank so you. i need a fucking xanax yes right. it's no, that I- simple I'm with it you. It makes no sense to me. Fuck Bernoulli and all that shit and thrust and whatever. Yeah. But I just, you know, I granted it's safer than car travel. I understand. Oh, I th- you know, intellectually, I, I get it. But mm. that's why Mm-mm. I say I think people who say they love to fly are, are crazy because it, it, actually, you know, I know he's kind of fallen out of grace here. But Louis C.K. used to have the funniest joke about flying. Um, I don't know if you remember it. Years ago, and uh, he used to talk about how people complained about how Wi-Fi didn't work, you know, on the plane. It would be spotty, and they'd be upset, and they're like, oh, my gosh, and everybody's all upset on the plane. He goes, you're flying in a chair in the sky, you know, at X amount of miles an hour, and you're complaining about Wi-Fi. I mean, it would, yeah, I'm not doing it justice, but that's so great. Uh, but it, it's yeah. so funny when you really put it in perspective like that. You know, you're in a chair in the sky, right? And you're going very fast in a tube of metal, and and there's pressure going on all around you, and you're going, and you're just flying along as if there's nothing, and oh, you're annoyed because it's hot or cold or y- your food sucks or not. Or, I mean, it's crazy. Well, those even- are the people who like to fly, I guess, because they're not worried about, they're just, they're, they're obsessed on making sure that all the creature comforts that they're in, are entitled to, they get, mm. and they don't, they did the, the whole, that part of it. They don't, they have no appreciation for Right. So a lot of people drink on planes and I don't drink on yep. planes because I, yep. I don't want to have that like, feeling because first of all drinking can make you feel nauseous maybe you Mm -hmm. know what i mean so i don't want to put that extra kind of uh possibility of not feeling well on the plane um so i've never been one of those people but i see people at the bars and in airports just sucking it down and on the plane it's it's more it's (laughs) self-medication exactly it's like they don't have xanax but instead they're having a couple glasses of wine i guess right yeah it's yeah i wish i could i i'm not that I, I can't do that, but the Xanax is a fabulous idea, and um, I considered it, but I did not. So I should have. I should have. Yeah, it's highly recommended. On my Alitalia flight, I should have had like a whole pillbox full of Xanax because <laughs> I could have really used it. I could have used it. Maybe that's what they should pass out instead of a hot towel. They should. They really should give that option to everybody. Everybody think? should be able to take advantage of that i mean come yeah. on it's out there right it's a pharmaceutical product that works you just the sign a waiver regulated it yeah. yeah and just like xanax anybody hot towel xanax hot towel i mean yeah. don't you think i can't 
Because they're not that expensive. I mean, I don't right. even like, I, you know, I have some generic version of it that, right. that I don't think I pay much at all. I mean, granted. And I'll sign a waiver. I'm glad. I just included in the waiver language that I already agreed to right. based on buying the ticket. That's right. You know, you've already agreed you that they can kill you when it's okay. Right. Well, the food is, is just as poisonous as the medication would be, for God's sake. Some of that food that they serve. Oh, my God. I mean, just horrendous so so you're taking your life in your hands that's right way. and you've waived your right to to sue right i believe i like it i like it so that's that's your tip take a xanax yeah xanax <laughs> and, and is your and friend your sleep mask okay yeah and an eye mask right. and those are yes mm. i i do like your your I, over planning tip that, that to avoid that i like yeah. that a lot that's just very stop clear. yeah i mean and i and actually i'm gonna say it not just applies to travel it applies to life because I have found so many times instances in my life where I have overplanned things and they never go as planned. Sure. And and I fall into the trap over and over again. And eventually, I think now, though, at this age, it's finally starting to kick in. I will still overplan probably, but I I, I do recognize that there is uh, there is an, another option, not to to let some stuff go. Hmm. So it's taken me a long time to learn it, but I'm but I'm doing it. Good. I'm doing it. You're, so you're, my, you're, it. you're maturing. I am maturing. You're really you're getting I'm, you're getting the hang of this thing that's called life. I'm 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 hitting maturation. <laughs> <laughs> what does that come with? Is that like is that a as far as bodily fluids go, is that like oh, a drying up? Is that a, or is that a, or is that a flowing yeah. kind of thing? Like which one is that? Like I'm not sure. Oh, it's oh, maturation usually means like you're, you're becoming a tumbleweed. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's tough. Yep. I know. Well, maturity in the brain is different when you become more mature. Attitude that's good, but maturation of the body, mm, not so much. Well, but like with wine, wine ages and it still has its fluidity it's still wet and goes rancid if sometimes but true which is just <laughs> i guess the brain is the same way yes yes yeah. we are we are we are we are just temporary creatures here i mean i don't mm. know we are that's okay so so to bring it back to travel again so that means just travel travel when you can and that was another tip that i felt after planning this thing like crazy dream trip I came out of it going, you know what? I don't travel enough and it doesn't have to be big monster travel because this was a big monster expensive trip. So I can't do that a lot. Um, but I can do small travel. I can do little things, even in your local area, go see something different, go move about. You know what I mean? I, I think I, I don't, you don't realize how, how important it is to kind of get out of your, your zone. Right. Right. Yeah, it is so important, and you don't. I mean, if not everybody may aspire to travel far distances, but just do, but what, I mean. what you said is key. It's getting out of your daily, your comfort zone, yeah. and just like just completely changing it up. Yeah, go see something. I mean, you're in your own, your same state. I mean, you you went up north. You saw mm -hmm. Big Sur, something you wanted to do. You you went to Napa. You had a great time. Something different, and and. So why not? You know what I mean? If you can, and it doesn't have to be expensive. There are ways to make it cheap. There are definitely ways to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Just me and my car and right. 
um, got a couple of big, cheap places to stay. and That's yeah. it. Right. And you don't have to eat expensive dinners. As a no, matter of fact, our most home. expensive meal was not our favorite. So mm-hmm. um, that's right. a big tip too. I mean, you don't need to, Joe's, like I said, seven euros, which is basically what, eight, nine dollars or whatever it is, was his favorite meal. It was one of his favorite meals. Yeah. Um, so there you go. That That's a, you can do it on the cheap. That's a, that's a travel, that's a travel tip. Don't you think, put it, trying to marry our travel and places in five, don't you think places in five should go on the road? Yes. I think people should be downloading the podcast and, and no, I think there should be a tour. Oh, there should be a tour of places, places in five tour. where we show up in venues and we sit yes. and we chat. Yes. Why not? I'm all for it. I'm all, all for right. it. And then you can you can bring in different guests depending on where you are because we sure. certainly know people who live all over the place. So in each right. and in fact we could pick destinations based on the guest who may be available in a particular area. That's right. We can interview them based mm-hmm. on uh either they're maybe they're a theater person and they could understand the places in five or whatever, some kind of cool person that people would love to talk to. And then you and I chatted up live and in person i think we get to travel and we get to travel and use our tips yes use our tips for ourselves and see if our own tips live up to our own pleasure that's right how cool is that yes it'll be a travel log of sorts yeah i'm gonna carry this idea out Mm -hmm. and and i'm gonna flesh it out and let's see what happens yeah i just and i want a tv crew following us around as we sample the delicacies of the particular region like pie Um, Great. Pie. It could just it could be specifically pie, about pie. pie. Yeah. <laughs> places in pie. Places in pie. I love um, it. Places for pie. Places for pie. Places in five. Places of pie. We're gonna have some pie on our on our on our tour because that's that's a true test, right? All right, let's do it. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about that uh, offline, folks. So we don't have to bore you with the details, but. We will let you know mm-hmm. when it's coming. Oh, they, they'll they'll want to know. Oh yeah, they're gonna have to buy tickets well ahead of time uh. to to make sure that they don't that our our things don't sell out at the local diner when we're eating pie. It's a plan, right? So, all right. So, do you have any final words on your travel and any travel um, any quotes? Do you have a travel quote? Uh, yeah. Um, wherever you go, there you are. Oh, jeez. Who, who actually famously said that? I don't know, but it's been around for a while. But I, it's my favorite. I mean, that's much more existential than just going on a trip. But I just think it's just so spot on. Well, there you go. And then I think, you know what? That's how we're ending this then. No, wait a second. What about you? You got a travel quote? A travel quote? No, I don't. But you know what? I should come up with one really fast. Yeah. Let's see if I you can ask do me, it. it's the least you could do. Uh, well, because I, I know there are a lot of famous ones out there. Okay. So um, how about. Um, you can quote yourself okay, too. I got one. I got one. I got one. Hmm. Travel makes one modest. You see what a tiny place you occupy in the world. Oh, there you go. I don't Love know who that. said it. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't get the. Uh, the author but i think that's a good one because it is true right you you get to see that you're not the center of the world that you you really are just kind of a very small piece of the pie yeah of the places in five pie okay all right uh let us know what your favorite pie is next time everybody and uh that's a good one too yeah yeah and and what fishman see 
Okay. 